Welcome to The World is Leadership. My name is Emmanuel Gobillo. In this show, I want to take a different approach to leadership. No buzzwords, no jargon. Instead, for each episode, I'll just pick up a random word and I'll use it to uncover a valuable lesson for leaders like you. Some words will be mundane, some extraordinary, some will be more obscure than others, but I'll use them all in order to help you become a better leader. So join me as we explore the word is leadership, turning everyday words into extraordinary insights. Subscribe, listen in, and let's start leading. Here we are, the first episode of the first series of The Word is Leadership. So I guess I should establish some ground rules about how we're going to work. Um, First, I'll pick up a random word. I have a dictionary in front of me. Uh, I'll simply close my eyes, and you'll have to trust me on this because obviously you can't see me. Uh, I'll open the dictionary, I'll put my finger on the page, and I'll reveal the random work for this week's episode. And I guess uh, I could have used some online random word generator. I know there are such things as online word generators. I didn't know that either. Um, But the idea of having a number of windows open on a laptop to have to do this at the same time as not knocking over the microphone uh, and then getting some typing sounds just sounds too frightening for me. So I decided to go old school. I've got a copy of the Concise Oxford Dictionary. I think it is the fourth edition from 1960. Uh, and I'll just open it. And then we'll go from that. Uh, The idea is that I build a leadership lesson, uh, regardless of what the word is that we come on. So let's go. No tricks, no trite analogies. Hopefully I'll simply come up with some insights for you and I'll open the uh, dictionary now. I want to be as random. I must point out I want to be as random as possible every week. uh, But I have also to try to knock knock the mic over or, or do anything silly. So let me just do that now. And hopefully you haven't heard too much of a background sound. And so, episode one of The Word is Leadership, and the word is sock. Okay, all right. Uh, It's going to be hard, but I've got 20 years uh, of experience in leadership development, so I should be able to use that. Uh, We're starting strong sock. Uh, Okay, okay. Now, I should probably read the definition, Uh, SOC, S-O-C-K, SOC, I I feel like a a spelling bee, Uh, and the definition that I have on my dictionary is short stocking, not reaching the knee, and so there we go. Where could we go with socks? Uh, I guess we could talk about fashion, uh, changes in fashion. Uh, I could probably link that and do a rift on the evolution from casual Friday into working from home, the new world of work, working in your socks. I could go with, with something like that. I think the problem with that is uh, if I get the word fashion or anything like that later on uh, for another episode, then I'll be stuck. Uh, I could go, and I tell you what, I could go on cultural differences. I came to the UK back in the 80s, and as a Frenchman moving to the UK, it was rather fashionable uh, and culturally appropriate to wear white socks with suit. In fact, uh, it was the height of fashion in France at that time to wear white socks uh, with your suit, uh, and it was quickly pointed out to me uh, in the UK that it was considered to be a fashion faux pas, which is... I guess somewhat ironic uh, that they would use a French word uh, to do with 
feet stepping faux pas um, in, in, in order to tell me off. But anyway, um, but if we get the word culture uh, later on, then I'll be stuck as well. I could use, uh, just thinking of it, I could use the alternative definition of suck uh, as in uh, bracing yourself for effort, it says on here, uh, pull up your socks, uh, and I could discuss courage and resilience, or just below it is the verb to suck for hitting a person, uh, suck it to them, uh, and I could discuss competition or aggression, but again, I guess that would make my life difficult uh, when we get to later Episode and it would be cheating in the case of the word because it just sits uh, below it. So I'll stick to socks. I'll stick to the knitted garment you put on your feet. Uh, and instead, let me just let me just start with asking myself the question: Why do we wear socks? And yes, I'm well aware that in some cultures people don't. And don't get me started on the continental habit and imported into the UK and some parts of the US of wearing no socks. Uh, and having trousers too short as well. So you have your mankles, man ankles showing. Um, but I already said I wasn't going to get into culture and fashion. So we can agree that I guess when socks are worn, they're worn for comfort and they're worn for hygiene. Uh, we wear them to keep our feet warm or to wick away the moisture. Um, so it might be a stretch, but I would have to check that with a podiatrist, and I'm not one to, to, to know if I'm right, but I would hazard a guess that socks keep us healthier uh, in the climates where we wear them. Um, but I have to admit, as, as my brain is racking himself around the word sock, I don't pay socks much attention, and I guess that is the same with you. I can say that until today on our random word, I don't give them much thought at all, um, apart from uh, spotting the odd novelty sock uh, that people tend to wear close to, to Christmas in the UK, or, or some leaders using socks as their branding by wearing particular colors or colorful ones. Uh, I don't give socks much of a second thought. I, I mean, I tend to come out of the shower, I open my sock drawer, I pull out a pair, I put it on, it's automatic, it's a habit. In fact, I only really notice my sock if there's a my socks if there's a, a problem with them, uh, and if I'm lucky, I'll notice when I put them on, uh, and if I'm not so lucky, I'll notice them when I get to a friend's house and take my shoes off, and then my toe is sticking out, um, which kind of is similar to to the way we work, and 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 I wonder how many ways of working we have in organization that we no longer notice that are important just like our socks keep us healthy um, but at the same time I've become so habitual uh, that we no longer notice them like my holy socks we only really notice them when they cause us embarrassment how many of these processes do we even question anymore. Uh, you, you know, I started my career back in the 90s in the UK. Uh, I, I worked for a retail bank and it was really interesting because um, in the UK, when you buy a new car, the registration plate of that car, the number plate of that car indicates the year you purchased it on and the year 
used to change in September. So every September in the UK, it's slightly different now, but at the time, every September in the UK, you would get the new number plate. So every September in the UK, the bank that I was working with would go from August to September running car loan promotions because that was the time to do it. Most people wanted the new car because the resale value was higher when you had the new date on your car. So we would run car loan promotions in August and September. Except I was a trainee. I was a trainee, management trainee at the time. So I was sent on courses um, where management trainees from the whole of the UK uh, used to come together. And I had a conversation once with a with a, uh, a fellow trainee from Northern Ireland. And Northern Ireland is one part of the United Kingdom at the time that did not change their plates at the same time as the rest of the UK. So we were discussing the car loan promotion and he said to me, you know, I have absolutely no idea why, like clockwork, every August the bank sends out all these posters we have to put everywhere in the branches to get onto the car loan promotion. There is no difference in August or September for car loans. And and we got into that discussion, and that was really my first encounter with company socks. It was something people did. It didn't cause any major embarrassment. There was no particular uh, problem with running a car loan uh, in, in, in August of September. It didn't, it didn't give you any value, um, but it's kind of something that you did, just like you reach in your sock drawer and you put them on. And, and that first encounter with company socks actually stayed with me for quite some time because I realized that... Something has been done for so long that we no longer question what it is appropriate. And it was really uh, the first time that I realized this funny thing that habits actually make us blind to our own dysfunctions. We no longer question something when it becomes a habit. Um, So as my career continued and I became a management consultant and I started to advise leaders, I became painfully aware that old socks are kicking around every drawer in every organization. The reports uh, that, that no one knows why they're produced anymore. Uh, we don't even know who reads them, but we continue to produce them because that's what we do. The meetings that happen uh, regardless of whether they're even needed uh, because their very existence has actually become the need. I'm not talking about obsolete processes. Obsolete processes, we're pretty good at getting rid of. They're the equivalent of us knowing that we shouldn't wear socks on the beach. I mean, we're pretty good at not wearing socks when we don't need socks. Uh, So obsolete is not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the processes that are necessary, but have kind of become suboptimal because they're so embedded that we no longer pay attention to them. We don't modernize them. We don't change them. We don't review them. We just do them. And I just wonder how much effort, how much time, how many resources we could save if we did an audit of our sock drawer. More importantly, perhaps, I guess, I wonder how many socks could be darned before the hole is unreparable, before uh, we are too deep into embarrassment. So what what can we do? What can we do about our company socks? Well, I, I guess there's always three things. You know, speakers and management consultants always say there's three things. So let me try to make it three because I always think it works quite nicely. So uh, here are the three things. First, we do a sock draw audit. Uh, 
you know, whether you do it for your own activities, for your own function, for your department, it really depends how much scope there is in your role, but it is always worth thinking about what we do just stopping and thinking about what we do. So I'll start with asking something as simple as, what is it that I do regularly that I assume is useful, but I have no idea why it is? Because there are plenty of those things. And if you stop and ask yourself the question, what do I do every day, which I think is useful, but actually I don't know why anymore? We tend to do the things that we don't question and we just assume we should, just like our socks. So after the audit, once I've done the audit, then the second thing I would do is seek sartorial advice. Some people are really good at matching socks to the right outfit. Or even actually, some people are very good at mismatching them on purpose to make a point. But we are not all as sartorially aware as we should be. So if I think about my outfits, well, I discuss them with my wife. I also get, I must say, some unsolicited feedback from my children, who are always keen to point out that fashion changes faster than I do. But the same is true for company socks. Actually, we need to discuss them with our colleagues. We need to discuss them with our friends who might work somewhere else, who might have a different view. So the question here is, are there any better ways? Are there any innovations I could bring that would make what I do regularly more effective and more efficient? Is there another way to think about this? I mean, I tell you what, this is the problem with this format. I I can't, I'm supposed to improvise, but I wish I could do a quick bit of research. I'm sure there's some innovation in the sock world uh, that people have come about uh, by by, by stopping and thinking. So first, do our sock draw. The second thing is look around. Seek advice, seek sartorial advice. What else is being done? What is new uh, in the world of that process? And the last, but always the, you know, a very important one. So last but not least, always look in the mirror. You see, we don't even see our own socks. Even when we look down, you know, we've got trousers or a dress or whatever you wear, and you you don't even notice your own socks. It is always other people who tend to notice them. So the question I always ask when I'm wondering about these company socks is, what do our customers see? You know, and every time I look at processes in organization, that's what I ask. What do our customers see? Because we all have customers, We all have someone uh, that we aim to serve. So we all have someone who sees our socks more often and better than we do. So let's check with them. Or at least let's ask ourselves the question, what do they think of my socks? What do they think I look like? Because we're in the world of habit. So I guess our random dictionary was rather kind today uh, to remind me of something I seldom think about and take me back actually to the bank, which I hadn't thought about for a while. But probably I I should think about these things more. Um, So as I close this week's episode, as I plan on doing at the end of, of every week, let me just leave you with a question. How often do you check your business socks? 
Well, thank you for tuning in to The Word is Leadership. I hope you find our exploration of today's word interesting. If you haven't already, then please subscribe to ensure you never miss an episode, each one helping you to lead better through unexpected words. And if you want to get in touch, share your thoughts, and, well, why not contribute a word for a future episode, you can always reach me at thewordisleadership.com. Until next time, this is Emmanuel Gobillot wishing you a great week.